0: Ta-da.
1: <laughs> nice. you're listening to the tales we tell a podcast about spooky stories unsolved mysteries and local lore i'm your host hannah parch and i'm katie Welcome back. Less than a week. We're doing good. Well,
0: we're doing okay. We're doing
1: okay. We're here. Uh, We're hanging in there. We just told a bunch of stories that will not be included about, (laughs) you know, literally falling apart. Catching up on getting old. Not even getting old, just being... Human. Women. Female. (laughs) Female. I I was trying to think if I had announcements... Um, there were two patrons who commented on the women, cows bringing women and women bringing mischief. Oh, yeah? I'm not going to say one of the comments just because I don't know if this person wants, it was like, there's like a personal, I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, just because I don't know if this person wants, uh, their personal information aired. Um, but Josh said that, uh, cows are (gasps) assholes. I can't. Eh, they might be. They might be. I don't know. I feel like they're stubborn. Probably, I don't know, they're so much bigger in person than I how oh, they're huge imagined also, I listened to a really good episode of Sawbones this morning that just came out on schizophrenia, and it oh. made me think of Eddie keen our friend <laughs> uh I'm not gonna call him that <clears throat> no. Uh, no. but it did I don't know, I just uh, you know. I still just get... I'm still sad about that episode. It's... It bums me out. Yeah. And as someone who has been dealing with her own fun brand of anxiety, uh, you know, I just... I don't know. I'm glad that we are looking at people that perhaps have not been looked at with a lens of, like, mental illness. With that lens, just... I don't know. Just for the sheer fact of, like... Not humanizing. I mean, yes, humanizing. But, like, yes, how sad the story is, but also just, like, just how sad and tragic it is for people who have mental illnesses that don't have access to the kind of help and resources that mm-hmm. that can make life more bearable for them. Well, and also
0: can prevent other horrible things. Like, Yes.
1: You know, it could have prevented his victims. Yes. Yes. And so, I don't know. That will just lead into our forever PSA of, I don't know. Therapy good. Therapy good. Ask for help if you need help. If you don't know who to ask, send us a message. We'll talk to you. I don't know. Just having regular anxiety fucking <sighs> sucks. And it sucks with a very supportive partner and, like, a house, a you know, like, a comfortable home to, and a dog that will, like, spoon <laughs> with me. You know, Netflix to watch. Like, it sucks in, like, good circumstances. It has to suck way more with, like, out any of those things. Funny baby story to make it better? Oh, yes, please. Uh,
0: Apparently, in daycare today, Critter (laughs) crawled his way under one of the cribs. (laughs) Uh, Because, again, he's still doing his army crawl. Adorable. And and another baby decided that that looked like a really fun Mm -hmm. idea. Except that baby only knows how to go backwards. <laughs> and so, Walker got trapped in there. Oh, no! Because he can't quite climb over other babies yet. Uh-huh. Like, he, he... Working on it, he's...
1: That seems like a level above actual crawling. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, so makes he's... Sense. He's starting to be able to climb over, but in this particular instance, he absolutely could not climb right, over right. yet. And uh, he's just, like, looking at the teacher, like do you not see what's happening here? <laughs> like, kid, move, go that way. And the other kid's like, I'm stuck and I don't know how to get out of here. Like, this isn't good. I don't like this. I'm going to scoop backwards some more. And Walker's like, no, there's no more room back here. <laughs> You're
1: making it worse. <laughs>
0: meanwhile, the teacher is, like, busy changing another yeah. child, so
1: she can't immediately go and help the She's kids. like, you guys are fine. You're not going to fall like... off of anything. <laughs> yeah. She's probably, like, they're safer under that crib than they are, yeah. like, out here, so... Yeah. You can wait a minute. But, yeah, mm-hmm. no, t- uh, Walker's
0: definitely getting to his rite of passage where he gets to, um, like, bulldoze over the non-mobile babies. Aww. uh, Because he got <laughs> crawled over by the mobile babies when he was little. <clears throat> so when he couldn't move anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, he got definitely trampled. Yeah. And now... It is his turn well, we to did, rightfully trample the other well, babies. We watched
1: uh we watched him Attempt oh, take, take yeah, down Tolly. Attempt that with Tolly, who mm. who, to be fair, was a very submissive victim and just kind of flopped over and giggled. <laughs> Tolly didn't even want to hold his head up. Tolly was real tired of that <gasps> shit. Uh.
0: <laughs> I think um, he
1: knew there was a bun an abundance of women at that party who wanted to hold him, so He was like, I'm just going to lay here and someone will pick me up eventually. It's just so funny their personality differences. Like,
0: Walker is such a motor baby. Like, his gross motor and his fine motor. So, like, the crawling, Mm -hmm. the standing, but then also the fine motor of him grabbing the knob on that drawer and pulling Mm -hmm. it open. Yeah. Yeah, the small things that he, like, grabs, his fine motor skills... So, maybe Dolly will be a verbal baby. Maybe he'll talk before Walker does, and Walker's clearly
1: <laughs> crawling before Dolly. Well, all I know is that when I held Walker, all he did was, like, yell at me to give him back to you. He was just, like, looking at you. Well, and so last, last weekend? Like, yeah! Was it when I was fixing a bottle for him? I don't even know. It was when you told me I could if, hold him. If
0: he, if he had a, if he saw that I had a bottle... <laughs>
1: I don't even, I don't, I want to say he doesn't want anything <laughs> in the way of getting to his bottle. I feel like he was just like very annoyed that I wasn't you because he yeah. just wouldn't be distracted by anything. Okay. And then I could hold Tolly and he would just pass out mm-hmm. on me. And I was like, ugh, well, thank goodness someone wants me to. One That's thing funny. that the boys
0: had in common, especially today. Being adorable. Uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, is a new special skill that they have. Mm. Is peeing out of the diaper. <laughs> uh, both of them today. So Walker did it yesterday and again today. Like peed, while the diaper is on, yeah. Nice. So the diaper was on, but he peed up out of it. So you gotta like, tuck it's, it down. You gotta tuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, he was pointed in the wrong way. Yeah, you gotta keep. So it. yeah, like the diaper itself totally dry, but everything above the diaper <laughs> covered
1: to in know. pee. Good to know. Good to know. Well, I have good news for you. No babies died in this episode. No babies died in this episode. That is good news. Um, because today I have a local—not to us—pseudo <laughs> uh, <laughs> local, a local to someone. Ghost. Sorry. Yes. And her name is Resurrection Mary. Nice. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of cool. Um, also, you have a dossier. <gasps> yeah. The dossier. I refilled it for you. Yes. I felt real bad for not having one last time. All right. Oh, this is also a Dante Safe episode. Okay. Oh, so Dante, welcome back. Sorry you had to sit out the last one. It's for your own good. For your own good. Also, Jarek corrected me, which I'm not even mad about this, but as he was editing, he was like, oh, did you know that you actually can find those crime scene pictures online? And I was like, I don't want to know about that. I'm pretty sure you can find just about anything
0: online. It's just a matter of looking hard enough.
1: I think my point was more, there's a lot of fake pictures online Mm. (laughs) claiming to be uh, like items from his home, Uh, but he did find them and i was like i wish you had not shown those to me so anyways don't go look for them all right so i'm gonna tell you about resurrection unless you want to i don't know we're not the boss of you yeah whatever unless you want to do what Jarek did and do it in incognito mode (laughs) on your phone which means nothing okay resurrection mary is a ghost and for this ghost we are going to illinois not chicago we're going to well we'll start in Chicago and then we're going to go about 20 minutes I assume by car southwest to a little town called Justice. Chi- not Chicago. <laughs> Justice, Illinois. Which sounds like a place that the Winchester brothers would show up eventually, mm-hmm. right? Also this I think rem- they may have been there, I don't yeah, know probably. This reminds me of that meme where it's like Americans will measure a distance what is it? By anything but the metric system? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, when you said by dr- by car,
0: I'm <laughs> assuming I was like, no, by carrier pigeon.
1: <laughs> well, that's it. I wrote down minutes, like 20 minutes uh-huh. north or southwest. And I was like, I mean, I assume that's driving. I assume it's not walking or flying. As the crow flies. As the crow flies. I don't know. Okay. So as of today, Justice has about 13,000 people. And it is home of the legend of Resurrection Mary. And the basic story is Mary is a woman who was allegedly killed in a car crash in the 1930s and buried in her dancing dress, which, spoiler alert, is white. So she is a lady in white. And she appears to travelers along Archer Avenue near Resurrection Cemetery where she is buried. There is another slightly Resurrection Cemetery. Resurrection Cemetery. Why? This just a, asking for trouble. It's not a good name for a cemetery. Asking for trouble. And it's a huge cemetery. It's like, I have it written down somewhere. It's like 900 acres or something. It's, I mean, I assume it's like. Christian-themed, like, in the end everyone from the cemetery will be resurrected. Still a little scary. They gotta be there for Judgment Day. Then call it Judgment Cemetery. <laughs> Even scarier. Another version of her story, which, uh, what am I trying to say? Full disclosure, is according to Wikipedia, says that Mary spent an evening dancing at the O. Henry Ballroom, which... It was a real place. It burned down uh, not super long ago, so it's not there anymore, but it was real. She spent an evening dancing there but with her boyfriend, but then they got into a fight, and because me and Mary are the same, she stormed out and was like, I'm gonna walk home. Mm-hmm. Very much something I would do. Same. <laughs> And (laughs) and so she was walking home and while she was walking down Archer Avenue, she was hit by a car and left for dead. And her parents buried her in her dancing dress and matching shoes. So, regardless of whatever, it's a, a girl who enjoyed dancing, who was killed, presumably by a car, and was buried in a dress. And now appears to travelers or or people. All right. So I'm going to tell you some. Appearances. Yeah. So the first one, the earliest one that we have. So this is according. uh, All of these (coughs) stories come from either an article from medium.com or the Chicago. Chicago. (laughs) Why am I still saying it that way? The Chicago Tribune. Can I add that to the list with Scythe and Chimera? It's because I want to say Tribune. I want to say Chicago Chicago Tribune. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. The year is 1939. And a cab driver whose name everywhere in every source was Jerry Paulus, except for, in this source called the Chicago Reader, Where his name was Vince. I'm pretty sure it's not Vince. Very different. Very different. I'm pretty sure his name is Jerry Paulus. Jerry was not driving a cab that night. He was out dancing. Because it's 1939 and that's what you do. And he meets a pretty young blonde haired woman. And she was wearing a white dress. And she said her name was Mary. Mary. Jerry is just like (coughs) so taken by her. Jerry and Mary. Jerry and Mary. So they spend the night dancing. There was one account that was like super detailed. It was like Jerry had like three drinks before he had the nerve to go up to this pretty blonde and ask her to dance and this and this. So they dance. They're slow dancing. He notices that her hands are cold. But he says, like in a joking way, "Oh, cold hands mean that you have a warm heart," and she's just like, "Ha ha ha ha, sure." <laughs> and we got cold feet,
0: because my feet are
1: always ice cold. My, mm, no, my feet are always hot. I don't know why. My feet aren't cold right now. Oh, I think Jerick turned the air down because we had the back door open. So, at the end of the night, they shared a little kiss, and she had already told Jerry, like, where she lives, because they had been talking all night. Mm -hmm. And Jerry was like, well, your house is, like, on the way home for me. Let me give you a ride home. And she was like, okay. So, they get in the car, and they're driving towards the house whatever they're driving in the direction of Mm -hmm. where they're supposed to go and they turn down archer avenue as they are nearing the cemetery mary says actually do you mind pulling over and dropping me off at resurrection cemetery and jerry's like i'd rather not because (laughs) because it's nighttime that's not safe and that's not safe but mary kind of insists that he does this so he pulls over, she says goodbye, I'm sure she says something, you know, heartfelt about what a wonderful time she had. I'm sure she gives him a look, mm-hmm. and there's a, a soft twinkle in her eye, and she gets out of the car, and then she vanishes in front of his eye. And Jerry's like, what the fuck just <gasps>
0: happened? See, I thought that they were going to turn down the street where she died and she was going to vanish from the car. Like, I was expecting to vanish or
1: vanish, like, while in the car. We'll get to that. Don't worry. <clears throat> take a sip? Yeah, you can take a sip. She does yeah. that eventually. Jamie. Always sounds so bad. We need to stop doing it. Digging her. <laughs> ding yeah. Hold on. We'll try it again. Hold it by the stem.
0: It no, still, it sounds, still bad. sounds bad.
1: It still sounds bad. These are real glasses, everyone. And we're drinking a lovely rosé that Katie brought. Because I was, uh, not on the ball today. There's no wine in my house. Okay, so Jerry's story isn't over. So Jerry, one source was, like, properly spooked. Properly spooked. One source said that he drove up and down the road for, like, the rest of the night. Waited for the cemetery to open. Drove all around the cemetery. He was, like, looking for this girl. Was, like, what the hell happened? But all of the sources agree that he, in the morning, went to the house that she had told him where she lived. And he goes, knocks on the door, and her mother answers the door. And he's like, is Mary home? And her mother goes, Mary? Mary's been dead for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Some versions say that he saw, like, over her shoulder a picture of Mary on, like, the entryway table and recognized it as the girl he danced with. One version said that the mother, like, gave him details and was like, no, she was coming home from a dance five years ago and got hit by a car and how did you not know that? See,
0: like, if it was five years, I'd be, you know, more open to his story. Mm -hmm. But if it was, like, a year or a couple of months or something, that's what I'm thinking somebody's just playing a cruel joke. Mm -hmm. Because they could have gotten, you know... This was back in the day where, you know, you'd give an interview for a newspaper like, oh, I just happened to be out on the street and I saw this building was on fire and now the reporter's asking and they're like... George Thurman of twenty seven fourteen Orchard Street <laughs> said I was out for a walk and I saw the smoke. Yeah. Like they used to put everyone's personal everything in newspapers. Yeah. So like it would be easy for someone to like see a picture of her in the newspaper. Yeah. And also get all that information. But yeah. like why wait five years to yeah. do something that cruel?
1: Yeah. So um, to I'm to play a prank to on like it. one random cab driver. And also how you... No, in... for, like, if the cab driver knew that oh, information and went to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To... Oh, yeah, I get it. Sorry, I was still... I was then going to be like, and how do you make yourself disappear in Cause, the middle? <laughs> well, because <laughs> there's been stories that we've covered, like, cases that
0: we've covered of people disappearing and mm-hmm. then, like, their family members being contacted years later of, like, you know... I, I have your kid, or right. I am your kid. Like, what was the one we did recently where... The um, Beaumont
1: children. Yes. Yeah. You
0: know, the daughter wrote letters, but yeah. it wasn't her. It was someone else playing a cruel joke. And there's people out there that are sick enough to do that. Yeah. And so, like, five years does seem like a long time, but then again, maybe not. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I don't know. So, this Let's is... give old Jerry the benefit of the we'll doubt We'll give on this Jerry one. the benefit of the doubt. This is kind of weird to me. So that was 1939, and then no one hears from Mary until the 1970s. Well, yeah, because she's dead. <laughs> well, according to the Chicago Reader, which is a site, not like the the Chicago Win, who's reading, um, the Chicago, the Chicagoon, the Chicagoon re- Reader like Crab Rangoon. Ooh. Uh, ooh. That sounds good. That does sound good. Um, according to the Chicago Reader, Mary stayed quiet for the next 40 years because, quote, hmm, Stay with me. The music started to suck. <laughs> <laughs> listen. It it's never going to sound good. Okay, quote, The music she had hoped to dance to on her final night among the living was no longer heard at the o. Henry, So basically, she stopped liking the music. But the 50s and 60s bopped.
0: Yeah, and so, like, literally, there was the big bopper. Well, so and- who put the bop in the bop-shoe-bop-shoe-bop? Bop, bop. And, like, weird... That's one of my favorite songs. Weird choice to choose the 70s to, like... So like as long as she didn't come back for disco, like ooh. when did disco start? It
1: was in the seventies.
0: Or I mean, or I don't know if it was like when it started really, but like its height was definitely yeah. in the seventies. I don't know
1: if it was like early seventies, late seventies. Well, you know how it it kind of
0: also evolves and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, grunge was like the entire nineties. But yeah. by the end of the nineties, it was really starting to kind of evolve, and like we had like the offshoot of like alternative. Yeah, and I'm not a music like guru by any means, so like nobody come, nobody at me. Okay, you are a scientist though. I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. It also evolves, but I I I think like mid ish. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't I don't study disco. I prefer the other music of the '70s. <laughs> and even then, like I'm not that big of a '70s like. Get my, get my 70s rock more towards the end of the 70s into the 80s where we get my hair metal.
1: Here's my theory is that she went back to her grave and was like, oh, I don't like any of this music. Or like the music changed and she was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this isn't my style. And then it changed again. So like it changed in the 50s. She's like, it's not my style. And then in the 60s, she's like, still not my style. And then in the 70s, she was like, okay, it's probably not going to go back to the way it was in the 30s, so I might as well try it before it gets too crazy. And then she came out in the 70s and was like, oh, I guess. Maybe the dance moves got, you know, funky enough for her. Maybe. Not to keep referencing um, Dahmer, (laughs) which I started by the way my therapist literally told me yesterday not to watch it and I was like I'm so sorry I'm (laughs) one episode away from being done with it um and I'm also reading like articles about like how the victims like the families victims' families like hate it which I totally get and so now I like kind of feel bad it's a whole thing I encourage everyone to like also go read all the stuff about like What the victim's families are thinking. And, like, a bunch of the people are still alive. Like, the last guy who escaped and, like, called the police, he's Mm -hmm. still alive. He's not doing well at all. That incident, like, totally took a a bad turn on his life. Yes, I'm sure it did. But he's still alive. That wasn't that long ago. It was 91. Yeah, so it was 31 years ago. Right? Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, when you said 30, (laughs) I was like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was 31 years ago. But, anyways, not to continue referencing (laughs) that show. Or how old I am. Or how old we both are. The dance moves at the clubs in the 90s uh, were also not it, Hmm. either. At least the dance moves that, I guess, white men were doing. Anyways, I'm not a great dancer, so I'm not, but I'm...
0: I don't know. In the 90s, that's when a lot of like the hip hop and like street dancing was really kind of coming alive. And there is like that doesn't yeah. seem like Mary's jam or anything. Oh no. I'm just I'm just arguing yeah. that no, dancing in the 90s there was there's was definitely some interesting moves interesting going on. Interesting moves.
1: Well, we're not in the 90s. I mean, there's no TikTok dances or anything. Screw TikTok dances. TikTok dances. Okay, so we're in 1973. Okay. And we have a nightclub owner named Bob Main. I'm just going to read you a quote from him because he said a lot of stuff. But he says that a mysterious pale woman, not me, but someone else, came into his establishment twice in the same month. So this is what Bob has to say. Quote. She was about twenty-four to thirty years old. Large gap there. Yeah, so it's you're either twenty-four or you're thirty.
0: Anyways. Yeah. No, I don't. I have always looked young for my age, but I don't look like I'm in my
1: twenties anymore. Let's be real. Yeah. Ev- yeah. We none. Neither. None of I us. I could
0: maybe pass for twenty-nine, right?
1: Yeah, twenty-nine for sure. Late twenties. <laughs> I think we could both pass for late twenties. Yep. 24? If I got dressed up and, like, yeah. Old, yeah. Dressed, down, <laughs> dressed down to oh, age God. down. Oh, my uh, God. Are we at the age where dressing up makes us look older?
0: Uh, No, dressing up always did make me look older. Because makeup would help make me
1: look older. Mm.
0: Now I feel like makeup will make me look younger. Well,
1: we wouldn't pass for 24. No. The point being, 24-year-old... Anyways. Tighten that... Age range a little bit, Jim. So she's young ish. Five... She's young. <laughs> she's young. <laughs> okay. Five foot eight or five foot nine. Slender. She's tall. She's tall. So far, this is Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except she's young. <laughs> or 30. She's 24 or 30.
0: All right. So, yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. she's 30. Maybe she's, she's 30. My height, your height, actually yeah. a little bit taller than me. I'm not 5'8"? Five five yep. Okay. Five there...
1: seven, five eight. So okay. I'm five foot there. eight or five foot nine. This guy's not good with guesstimation. No. So you know, slender with yellow blonde hair to her shoulders. T- me so far that she wore in these big spooly curls coming down from a high forehead. So like Farrah waves, like Farrah. I guess. You also don't have a high forehead. I don't. So. All. I have a small head. So you have a sm- I had to check. I was like, I don't think you have a, you have a small forehead. You got a forehead. Like a three and a half head. <laughs> okay. She was really pale. Like she had powdered her face and her body. She had on this old dress that was yellow. Like a wedding dress left in the sun. She sat right next to the dance floor and she wouldn't talk to anyone. She danced all by herself. This pirouette type dance. People were saying, who's this most bizarre chick? I really hope people said, who's this most bizarre chick? (laughs) Bob said that she wouldn't talk to anyone or respond to questions. This is another quote I had to put in here because I have no idea what the fuck this means. Quote, she had this teardrop on her cheek that looked like nail polish, but when you got right up to her, it looked like her eye was bleeding. So, is it a teardrop, or is it nail polish, or is it blood? Because those are all different things. I mean, I guess it's a teardrop shape of nail polish. Or blood. Or blood. I wouldn't see a red spot on someone's eye and be like, oh, she had a teardrop. (laughs) Yeah. But it was red, so it looked like nail polish. But also, when you got closer, it looked like blood. So, he's... Saying all these weird things, and then he was like, "But the weird thing was, he, I guess, was the bouncer for the night." Um, I wonder how much blow he was doing. Probably <laughs> a lot. I mean, That's let's a good real. point. It's 1972. Everyone's saying three. Oh wow! Good I paid attention to it. paid, a paid date. attention. It's literally right in front of me, and I didn't know what it was. You are probably correct. Uh. He's a nightclub owner in the '70s. In the '70s, there is are... absolutely
0: cocaine involved.
1: <laughs> People are saying, "Who is this most bizarre chick?"
0: That sounds more like '80s, and I've actually been talking with my friend today. We've been <laughs> quoting Paulie Shore movies back and forth. <laughs> what? Why? Speaking of like '80s and '90s, mm. but like that sounds like something you'd hear in a Paulie Shore movie. Okay. It sounds groovy to me. I don't know. By the way, this this person or this friend I should mention specifically is Kara, one of our listeners.
1: Oh! Kara, who made the Car- crows. Carl. 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 Car- Car- to specify every time I say his name. I love him. He's my favorite. He's my second favorite crow in the room. Only because of the onyx crow. Well, and that one will literally stab you and draw blood. Yeah, I like him, though. He's my... Murder weapon. I know, and he sits by crater, who doesn't look like that anymore. What happened to my little baby? You let him grow. I told you to stop feeding him. He
0: demands it. Okay,
1: I apologize, <laughs> but I've got to tell this one.
0: Okay. So, uh, he's got it like a feeding schedule. He Had to fill out the form for his feeding because they're starting him on solids at daycare. And so he gets his three bottles and then he gets lunch. Mm-hmm. Because we feed him breakfast at home and we try to give him dinner at, at home also. So he usually just needed lunch. But the options at school are breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and an afternoon snack. Okay. And uh, we've been doing this for like a, a couple of weeks now. And yesterday I picked him up. The teacher tells me, by the way, he had a snack today.
1: Hmm.
0: Because he demanded it. Oh. He saw the other babies during snack time and he pitched a fit. And so we gave him snacks and he was happy. And it was like, you know, bananas or carrots or sweet <laughs> potatoes. Or something. Like it's just food. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, that's fine. Like if, if he's hungry, if, like he wants to eat, that's good. Like it's yeah. good that he is interested in eating solid foods. That He's demanding it. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh but apparently I was like look if he you know I told him today I'm like look if he decides that he wants snack time yeah. like go ahead and feed him and uh if I need to like update his form let me know but mm-hmm. like if he asks for it let him have it and yes he again had snack time Demanded today snack time. um because you know when it's not his turn to eat yet or like the other babies are eating yeah uh, he will literally watch the spoon from bowl to baby <laughs> To bowl. Like, he tracks it. Like, I don't know if you saw him with the bottle. Like, he tracks it. Oh, He's I saw like, him
1: with your beer.
0: Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love your child. I love everything about him. He's a menace. Absolute menace. And I love him. Oh, my gosh. All right. Sorry. So right, So, uh, the Cokehead... Club owner. Alleged. Is... Alleged. I know. I'm sorry. Just so Mr. we're not getting sued Mr. For... Maine, I am not trying to, um. You're doing really good with remembering dates and names. <laughs> no. Good grief. I really just said that one to show off.
1: Oh. Man. Okay.
0: Must be all this good, healthy food that I'm eating and I exercise know. that I'm doing. Look at you. It'll only last for like another day. It's fine. Meanwhile, I took a muscle relaxer an hour ago. Back to our club.
1: Club Who owner. is also the bouncer for this particular evening. Yes. So he's like, me, the bouncer, nor the bartenders, nor any of the waitresses, remember seeing this most bizarre chick coming or going. Sorry. That was my phone that's not on silent. So she was just there. She just... She, she just... They didn't see her come in or leave. Yep. She was just there. Never ordered a drink or... Anything Bob says that he never attributed the strange woman to Resurrection Mary until he read an article about her, (laughs) like sometime, and then he was like, Oh, that was probably her. Um, okay, so that was 73. In 76, a police sergeant was called to the Resurrection Cemetery. This is where you may pick up your dossier. Yay, starting to wonder. I know. So, the cemetery, I was wrong. It's not 900 acres. It's 475 acres, which is still pretty big. It is gated. You can go ahead and look at the first one. So, it's a gated cemetery. On this particular night, an officer is called because they had a report that someone got locked inside the gates. Tried to bend the metal to get out. Okay, I'm glad that you saw it. Because I had a hard time when I first, this was the first picture I saw. It looks weird, like, you know, it's kind of
0: hard to tell in the printout and also the darker lighting in here, but, like, there's clearly something odd there. It looked like it'd been kind of, it's
1: partially rusted or something, but on the head-on photo. Yeah. So, he shows up. He finds, A, no one is stuck in the cemetery, but he finds two of the uh, bars pulled it says two of the bars pulled apart. I just to see me one. it looks like one. And then allegedly those rust marks that you see at the time looked like blackened handprints mm. that were scorched into the metal. Now the official story from the cemetery is that a worker backed a truck into the gate and accidentally bent the bars, and that they tried to fix them by heating them with a metal blowtorch. And that those marks are from a glove. I don't know how safe that is. You're the scientist. Would you... I don't... I'm are, not a welder either. Well... <laughs> I would ask a welder, not me. I don't know. Uh, I'll have access to those now. <laughs> There's a welding school where I work. I don't know if... See, my
0: thing about the way that this is bent, uh-huh. I definitely am more on the... Um, like a truck hit it. But it's, it's weird. So, like, if you imagine somebody with, like... You know, very mm-hmm. strong, trying to separate bars or like,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, you would think that both bars would be yeah. equally, you know, bent from each other, but one of them is perfectly straight and the other one is bent. Yeah. Now, even if you're just like, maybe you're putting all of your strength onto one of the bars yeah. and trying to pull it away because they're too strong for you to separate. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're putting, like, all of the weight and pulling in this one area, the way that this photo is, is from the top down, it is perfectly straight, and mm-hmm. then there's a little bit of a bend Yeah. to where it sits in the bottom. Yeah. If you were pulling on it, it should have, it should be more of, like, an, an arc. Like yeah. Like, more, you know, concave U-shape or yeah. whatever, instead of, like, straight down and then a bend. And yeah. And that's why I would believe more...
1: Getting hit by a truck. Also, canonically, can't ghosts just walk through fences? <laughs> it does not seem uh, at all useful for a ghost to be bending bars, but...
0: I mean, unless she's, like, a particularly ragey ghost, like, maybe she... <laughs> maybe somebody trapped her in there and, like, she's not allowed to, like, on this spectral... Oh. Like, on the spectral plane, like, she's still barricaded in there like maybe she can only be on consecrated ground now
1: Ooh, maybe iron has something to do with it maybe
0: and maybe she was trying to pull these iron bars and that's why it scorched her Mm. or you know it scorched her hand and left the soot handprint
1: these are good theories i like them also are they iron or is it steel i have no idea (coughs) which one rusts both both i don't know right I thought only one of them rusted, like stainless steel doesn't, but steel does. Oh, I have no idea. Right, Dad, <laughs> <laughs> he'll know
0: for sure. Um, I oh. <laughs> I expect a text message as soon as he's done listening to this episode. I'm sure because uh, he'll also have something to say about the whole um, heating with a torch to oh. bend it back thing, because uh, he's an engineer, and so oh, good he did have to learn. Um,
1: Some welding things. Okay. It didn't sound... To me, I don't know. Like, maybe that is how you fix bars, but to me, that doesn't sound...
0: I mean, if you're wearing, like, the heat-proof leather glove, then, yeah, heat it so that
1: it's softer and malleable and bend it to where it's supposed to be again. I just don't feel like one of those gloves would protect you from, like, metal that is hot enough to be malleable. Blacksmiths wear them? Not to... Touch, not to hand, not to, not to mold the pieces. Well, they're probably
0: not going to touch right where it's hottest, but nearby, right? Mm. Also, I have you know. seen, ever seen these like workmen's gloves? They are no joke. I have not. Um. You need to hop on down to the welding school. <laughs> I do. And be like, excuse me, uh,
1: teacher of welders. <laughs> Mr. Welder. Or Miss Welder. Or Miss Welder. You're Come sorry. On. I'm sorry. Professor Welder. Professor Welder. Or Dr. Welder.
0: I don't know if they give out PhDs for welding. Well, they... This this
1: instructor could just have a PhD. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know. Or could have an MD and be just into welding. Well, let like, me tell you. It's it's not... It's possible. It's
1: not a gendered thing. It's not a societal intellect, Their, yeah. whatever. Your like, doctor could be completely unrelated to the welding yes. situation. I don't know. I had to buy... Well, I mean, there are, you know, like, there's, you know, historians and,
0: like, professors of history that are also, like, in my spare time, I like making chain mail. So, like, <laughs> it is related to their doctorate. Yeah, that's true. But, like, it's the practical
1: application of their degree. Yeah. We are way off we're topic. We're off topic. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> when I was looking at this episode and I was like, oh, is it going to be long enough? And then I was like, oh my gosh, we've gone so many tangents. Like, it'll be fine. totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> Fun fact is they actually, the cemetery actually removed that bar (laughs) because they got sick of people like, I guess, speculating or taking pictures with it or I don't know. But they, it's gone now. You can't, you can find pictures of people who took their picture with it like back in the day, but it's no more. So that was what year? Do you remember? That was 76. Look at you. Man. I don't know if it's just because my brain feels like it's I don't even need my I, I mean, know. Uh, my ADHD medicine. I am on it tonight. My brain feels like it's leaking out of my ear <laughs> right now.
0: Um say that's the muscle that got relaxed. That's <laughs> it is the brain one. It's not uh, muscle, it's just fat. It's your ele- brain is all fat. Yeah. Really? It's basically electrical fat. You didn't know that? I did not
1: know that. Yeah, your brain is like fatty tissue. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. You know the sucky part is that muscle relaxer is doing jack shit for this headache, too. It's great. Anyways, <laughs> that's why I'm drinking the alcohol because sometimes the alcohol helps, thins the blood. Nothing's working at this point. Chiropractor. Neither of work. us are
0: doctors, so nobody to come to us for any kind of medical advice. I... I'm going to take off my pants when you're done here. <laughs> I need to take my pants off too because the blood is
1: like drying to my legs. Oh no! I'm and so I moved sorry. it and it just tore it open again. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So we're jumping ahead to 1979. A. 369. Okay. Good. I was like, Damn that's not the years. Okay. Yeah. Um, 73, 76, 79. Let me see a psychic one more time.
0: <laughs> get low. Uh,
1: another cab driver. Get low, get low. <laughs> This one's name is Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck it, Ralph. So he picks up a young blonde woman. And this is a quote from Ralph. You don't get to look at your next picture. You got a few to go. Sorry. I don't have pictures of the ghost that he picked up. Spoiler alert. Ralph. Why
0: didn't you use your smartphone? It's <laughs> 1979.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... So this is a quote from an article in the Suburban Trib. Did I attribute that correctly? Not the Suburban Tribune. Not the Chicago Tribune.
0: The Suburban Tribune. Suburban.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Quote. A couple miles up Archer, there she jumped with a start like a horse, and said, "Here, here." I hit the brakes. I looked around. I didn't see no kind of house. Where? I said. Oh my gosh, stop yelling. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is dramatic. And then she sticks out her arm and she points across the road to my left and says, there! And that's when that happened. I look to my left like this. (laughs)
0: Listeners, please note that Hannah dramatically looked to the left. (laughs) I was really
1: hoping she would look to the right. (laughs) Uh, I looked to my left, like this, <laughs> at this little shack, and when I turned, she was gone. Vanished. And the car door never opened. May the good Lord strike me dead. It never opened. End quote. Jumped out the window. So there's your disappearing out of the car. Finally. Trope. Mary hits all of the, the tropes. I included. I included a couple of them. So in 1980... That's all we know about Ralph, by the way. Uh, That's plenty. <laughs> in 1980, Mark and Claire Rudnicki were, they weren't married at the time, but they get married later. Right. Spoiler. Were driving down Archer Mazel Avenue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were driving down Archer Avenue, and they said that they saw a woman in white walking along the side of the road. According to Claire, she was transparent she had quote a glowing white aura around her and when they turned around she was gone and then in 1989 Janet Kalal and a friend were <laughs> this is my favorite one by the way <laughs> they were just because Mary is escalating now they were driving near Resurrection Cemetery in the evening. And a woman in white suddenly jumped in front of the car! God, stop yelling! (laughs) I wrote, jump scare!
0: Everyone is, like, pulling out their headphones or turning down, you know, swerving lanes, turning down their car stereo. Jerry can adjust the volume
1: of that. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, Mary just jumps in front of the car. Um, Janet didn't have time to react. Thinks that she literally hit a woman. There wasn't an impact. And there wasn't a body. Which, no dents to her car, I guess. <laughs> has to be one of the, like, probably more mean-spirited pranks, mean-spirited pranks to play when you're a ghost. Spirited pranks. is like pretending to get hit by a car. Like convincing people that they've just hit a pedestrian. <laughs> we just recently re-watched uh, We're the Millers the other
0: day in <laughs> the scene with the, the weed baby <laughs> getting run over. that. <laughs>
1: oh i need to watch that again <laughs> oh my gosh i need a happy movie to watch oh and then uh speed that
0: was the other movie oh that I, was I was trying like, to think of that was
1: there speed and We're the millers
0: no i was trying to think that was the the first one that came to actually it was a speed that came to mind but i couldn't remember what movie it was in and then we're the millers um where Sanders driving the bus uh-huh. And she thinks she hit the stroller with the baby, <laughs> but it was full of cans.
1: I've actually never well, seen
0: Speed. So, spoilers, BT dubs, uh, but if you haven't seen Speed by now, get with the program. Get with the program.
1: I do know the plot of Speed, but I didn't know, that. now I know. That is a spoiler for me. If I'm like... <clears throat> well, it is a major plot point, after all. Oh, I- oh, she yeah. says
0: facetiously. <laughs> because you can't see me rolling my eyes. You didn't
1: really roll your eyes. You just kind of... I gave you a Gave look. A face. Gave, face. gave a face look. Alright, so... Do you want to hear some theories about who Mary might be? Yeah. Okay. Would it be Mary, the woman who was hit by a car
0: in 1934? Yeah, but which one?
1: There were multiple Marys <laughs> there... that were hit by a car in
0: 1934?
1: Well, let me tell you. So... There were there's a couple unnamed possibilities. This is assuming that like the dates were maybe off a little bit. I'm like assuming maybe Jerry misremembered and Mary's mom said, Well, Jerry apparently did have three drinks before even talking to this woman. It's true, and Jerry's name might have been Vince.
0: So who knows? You can't convince me of that. <laughs> it. I'll be going, folks. Thanks so much for listening.
1: <laughs> okay. So, a local man remembers being the first one on the scene of a car accident in 1936 that occurred on Archer Avenue. It was a black Model A sedan that collided with a flatbed truck at 1.30 a.m. The group had been driving back from the O. Henry Ballroom. Okay two men and one woman were killed in the accident and the local who is like remembering the story believes that the woman who was killed is the source of resurrection mary
0: i feel like there's some comedian or probably multiples at this point who have some joke about ghosts and hauntings and how they mostly seem to be women Uh and it's probably some joke about women holding grudges I, i literally had that thought i'm like well if Two men died, and one woman, but there's only been the sightings of the woman. Yeah. I, I guess maybe, maybe women do hold grudges, even beyond the grave. We still want to stick around, and... I know I hold a grudge real
1: bad. I do, too. It is a character flaw. <laughs> there is another woman whose name is Mary Miskowski, of Bridgeport, Chicago, who was allegedly hit and killed by a car while crossing the street sometime in the late 1930s. And she had apparently been on her way to a Halloween party. Ooh, spooky. Um, that's all I know about her. And I think the only reason that one comes up is because she was supposed to be on her way to a Halloween party. Ooh, spooky. Ghosts. Everyone knows if you die doing anything associated with, with Halloween, you'd turn into a ghost. Okay, you may pick up your <laughs> dossier again. Yay. So, our next big suspect for this is a woman named Marie or Mary Bragavi, who was killed in 1934 when she was 21. She's much prettier in this whole, like, line drawing than in the photo.
0: Yeah, that's why I included both of them. (laughs) Looks like she's got weird duck lips in the photo. Does it? Yeah, it looks like she's doing a weird... Oh, yeah. It
1: kind of does. So, apparently Marie is, like, a typo in that article, which I know is, like, too Pixelated for you to read. I can
0: see
1: it. Um but her name apparently is Mary (laughs) Bergavi, and she was Czechoslovakian. Records from the Satala funeral home near her home uh lists her as a seventeen year old factory worker. Which seventeen and twenty one are very different. Very different. So also, I'm thinking about other sightings. She's not blonde. She's not blonde at all. She's very, very opposite of blonde. Mm-hmm. She was buried in Resurrection Cemetery on March 14th of 1934. According to findagrave.com, which I'm not gonna say is a reliable source. <laughs> this is a quote, and I I assume anyone can put whatever the hell they want on findagrave.com. But according to this site, she was, quote, buried in her favorite orchid-colored dress and is believed to lie in an unmarked grave next to her parents. Orchid-colored? Yes.
0: Orchids come in lots of different colors. That's what I thought! I was, I was like, I mean, I guess orchids. orchid blue and there's orchid pink. There's orchid purple.
1: Mitch, they're covering all their bases. <laughs> they're like, do you see her in a purple dress? A blue dress? What color dress did you see? It's it's any color That an organ. It's a wildflower colored dress. So, I thought, I was like, that's strange. Why would she be in an unmarked grave next to her parents? Wouldn't her parents want to... Because her parents died after her. I was like, wouldn't her parents want to mark her grave?
0: I feel like if it's an unmarked grave, it's because you don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. Or it's someone whose grave you don't want vandalized. Right. Or, like, visited or whatever. Right. Like, no offense, I don't think she's somebody that, you know, is super famous that people are going to want to be obsessed with going to find her grave. Right. Nor does she seem like someone who's made a lot of enemies or has done a lot of evil things to the point that her grave needs to be vandalized. Right. Right. Like, it could also be a matter of money or whatever that yeah. basically her parents couldn't afford more like an actual tombstone. Mm-hmm. However, when they died, maybe it was life insurance policy allowed
1: them to have, you know, that kind of funeral cost covered. Yeah. That might be a thing. So what I read is that in the twenties and thirties, it was pretty common for cemetery plots to be sold on 25-year terms, meaning that if you didn't renew the plot every 25 years, it could be resold. The theory here is that Mary's grave is one of these, Um, and although there isn't any record on file with the funeral home that she had been disinterred and then reinterred somewhere, It's likely that if her term, like if the plot, if the term of her plot ran out, like after her parents died and there wasn't anyone to renew it, that she was either moved to an unmarked location or at the very least the grave marker was removed. And both of those events would possibly be reason to like cause your spirit, I guess, to be like unsettled.
0: I feel like I've said this before. Shelton knows the score. But also, do not waste time or money on <laughs> burying me somewhere. This is also not me saying murder me and hide my remains. You're turning into coral, right? If that's a possibility, yes. Absolutely. Turn my body into a new habitat for other creatures. Otherwise, just cremate me and throw my ashes in the woods in Virginia at the murder cabin.
1: I'm trying to think of Fun ways to make you into a habitat for other
0: things. Uh, There's some companies that can turn you, um, like, they'll, like, put your ashes with a seed and make you a tree. Yeah, I've seen those. So, like, that's an option, too. You can plant me in at the property. But Shelton also wants to be buried in Virginia. I think he does want more than a cardboard box, which, honestly, if it's cheaper, throw me in a cardboard box. I don't care. No one's gonna know. Ideally, cremate me. And by knowing, I mean Shelton's
1: not going to know. Shelton, Shelton. He's really not going to know because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Shelton's
0: getting a cardboard box and he has no Shelton, idea. Shelton, you're getting a cardboard box, man. The only time he listens to our podcast is
1: when we go on road trips to Virginia. This is literally going to be the one he listens to. <laughs> and you're going to have forgotten. Yeah. You're going to have mommy brain by the time you listen to this. <laughs> when do I it's not gonna have It's going to be back brain. on. I have it now. And by mommy brain, I mean. Just mush brain. mush brain. Okay, so Marie slash Mary is, I think she's like the top contender in most people's um, minds for who Mary is. But then I came across someone else. You may look at your final dossier picture. Sorry, I was looking at pictures from the brewery that my husband sent. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, a girl is killed. <laughs> yes. So this is <coughs> Anna Norkis. Now I know what you're thinking. Dorcas. Norkis. That's not what I thought you were thinking. Her name isn't Mary. It's Anna. And also 12 years old? Yeah. We'll get to that part. So Anna was born in 1914 to Lithuanian parents and she was named Una... What's with these Eastern European women? It's Diane in Illinois. Come, I don't know. So, Ona, and I hope I'm saying that right, is, I guess, Lithuanian for Anna. But apparently she was a very devout child. And so she adopted the middle name Mariha, or Mary, for herself. And again, I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's spelled M-A-R-I-J-A. And I don't know if in Lithuanian you would pronounce the J? Marija? I have no idea. idea. But basically she would call herself that. Like she adopted that as her middle name and she would call herself that. So that's where people think the (coughs) Mary comes in. She's described as a slim blonde girl with a vivacious spirit and someone who loved to dance. So far she's the most... On point, except for the whole she's 12 years old. 12, right? Okay. So she loved to dance so much that she begged her father to take her dancing for her 13th birthday because remember, it is the 20s. It's like the late 20s. Yeah, also not 1934. Uh, Yeah, well, whatever. So he relented, and on July 20th, 1927, he took Anna slash. Marija, or Mary, um, as well as his friend William and his date, who may or may not have also been a teenager. I'm not super clear on that. So he takes them, this group of four, to o. Henry's ballroom. They must have had a really great time because they stayed out all night. It was one thirty a.m. by the time that they were driving home. And shortly after they passed Resurrection Cemetery, their car fell into a 25-foot railroad cut, and Anna was pinned underneath the car and killed on impact. She was scheduled to be buried at St. Casimir Cemetery, but around this time, gravedigger strikes were super common. And apparently, what would happen in makes the event makes for the twenties, right? Although we did learn last week that grave digging is apparently a little easier than we thought. Uh, <laughs> I've told you before. <laughs> um, well, also,
0: he was going when it was the ground was soft, so the recently
1: interred. That's true. He was when re- the ground is soft. He was easier. re-digging. Grave mm-hmm. re-digging is not as hard as. So, in the event of a strike, what would have happened is that Anna's body would have been likely taken to the large, popular uh, cemetery, a.k.a. Resurrection Cemetery, and held until it was able to be buried in its intended plot. The only way to kind of hold onto a body at that time was to bury it. Um, And depending on how long and how fast decomposition set in when the time came, like when the strike ended and it was time to move her, sometimes identification could be difficult. So there's a possibility that she was buried in Resurrection Cemetery on accident and not buried where she was intended to be buried, which would be the cause of her restless spirit if she wasn't laid to rest Where her family intended or where her family is.
0: I feel like if she's as devout as she is, she'd probably be like, this is fine.
1: Yeah! Like, just. it wasn't the plan, but you know. You know. This is God's plan. (laughs) I don't know how to reconcile the the 12-year-old thing. I don't know if maybe Jerry Paulus and his three drinks that he had, three or four drinks he had... Maybe she was like a very mature-looking twelve-year-old.
0: I mean, she definitely looks older than twelve.
1: Yeah, but like fourteen. Well, she was she was almost thirteen, I think, because this, this celebration was well, at, for least her 13th the, at least in the at least yeah. in the photo, and
0: there's no telling how old the photo was. Yeah, but, like in that photo, yeah, no, she she does not look in her twenties yeah. at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Either twenty between twenty-four or thirty. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> And ghosts don't age oh they don't.
0: So one thing I was gonna kind of bring up earlier too uh, before we started getting into this and it kind of derailed it was the interesting differences between the um, the witnesses and how they appeared. So you know to Jerry she was not only a solid woman like he could touch her right and hold her hands uh, dance with her right. To the nightclub owner, Mm -hmm. uh, she also looked solid, like a regular woman, but her white dress had yellowed. Yeah. And maybe looked a little different, but still solid. And then to the young, not quite married couple, Mm -hmm. uh, she looked transparent. Yeah. And I've always thought it interesting how, you know, the supposed same ghost yeah can appear so vastly different to people and i guess you could argue like some people are more in touch with the spiritual plane than others yeah uh and all that fun hoopla yeah that i don't necessarily believe or not believe so i don't know i i maybe that's it like maybe you're more in tune and you'll be more likely to see a spirit than me or maybe we'll see the same spirit but we'll see it differently. I just... Yeah.
1: Or maybe it's about, like, what headspace you're in. You know, because mm-hmm. Jerry might have been drinking... I mean, he was drinking. Yeah, You know, maybe he was interacting with a spirit, but he's remembering it differently because he was probably and a little drunk, drunk at the time. Yeah. You know, maybe, the, maybe Ralph, the cab driver, this was his, like, 50th ride he'd given that night, and so he was a little tired. And so maybe she was a little transparent, he just didn't notice... <laughs> You know? Mm-hmm. You're right. But how one will appear
0: 24 to 30 versus 12.
1: Yeah, that's... I'm gonna say that Bob doesn't... isn't a good judge of of ages. <laughs> and and let, we'll just not ever go to him and ask how old we look, because I feel no. like he's just gonna add 15 years <laughs> onto onto it. So, the mystery of who Resurrection Mary is may never be solved. However... There is. I'm gonna end on a fun note. There is a bar in Justice, Illinois, called Chet's Melody Lounge, and they leave a Bloody Mary on the bar at the end of the bar every night for Resurrection Mary. Um, they said she never she's never shown up to drink it, but they, the part the owner says that it does disappear sometimes. Because it's free. My... Okay,
0: we haven't said this in a while, but road trip. I know! I will let the purple fade (laughs) from my hair so I can be blonde and tall and pale. I will wear a white dress. Nice. I'll put big curls in my hair. Nice. uh, And I will go and I will take that bloody bear. Do it.
1: My gentle suggestion is... If she's 12... Maybe make her something that's not a Bloody Shirley Mary. Temple. Yeah, like not everyone likes Bloody Marys. I don't. I don't like a savory drink. Bloody uh, Marys are like the
0: only exception.
1: Don't give me anything with an
0: egg in it. Uh, but other than that, like, yeah, I do like a good Bloody Mary. I don't like them, but um, I because do. It's not
1: too thick. I don't like any or too meat. boozy. It feels it. No, I'm picturing drinking uh, tomato soup with vodka in it. It just doesn't sound good. Um, I do have, because obviously I looked up Chet's Melody Lounge. I couldn't find a menu um, online. It looks mm-hmm. just like a dive bar. Perfect. But I did find some fun reviews, and I just want to read a couple of them to you. Let's hear to get an idea. Vernita, four years ago, gave it three stars and said, haven't seen a fight in a long time. Peggy, a year ago, gave it five stars and said, the beer is cheap and so are the ladies. She said some other nice things, but this is what she ended with. And I was like, what does that mean, Peggy? The beer is cheap and so are the ladies. Now I really
0: want to go in, like, a really old-fashioned white dress. (laughs) (laughs) I want
1: to go be so freaking out of place. (laughs) Punk Princess, four years ago, gave it one star. Oh. She said, was at karaoke last night, and the DJ was sleeping the whole time. She means karaoke. They have karaoke occasionally. But it's spelled K-A-R-O-E-K-E. karaoke. And then finally, Mark K., a month ago, gave it five stars and said, Great place to have a few drinks, and the most important thing is that Kevin hangs out there, and that's enough for me. I want to go hang out with Kevin. <laughs> he sounds know. cool. So, um, that is the story of Resurrection Mary in Justice, Illinois. And I hope that was a little light, more lighthearted. Than Just than Do they have an Instagram? Because if Ooh, they do, we need to tag an idea. them. Let's see. So,
0: if you want to see <laughs> some pictures of twisted metal bars and uh, old newsprint of deceased women, uh, or any other pictures... <laughs> From all of our other episodes, sometimes cute pictures of Critter, or Tali's on there sometimes, too, right? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, you can check out our Facebook and Instagram at the Tales We Tell Podcast. If you want to see these photos but don't do the social media, you can check out our website, com. And if you want to support us, get yourself some sweet, sweet swag. The holidays are on their way. They
1: make great gifts.
0: Check out our Redbubble store. Search the Tales We Tell and if you want to support us without getting yourself any stuff, but you do want maybe some stickers and love notes and bonus content, like the bonus episode we did recently of yeah. uh, hybrid, you know, human-animal combos. Man
1: pansies. <laughs> the <chew-man.
0: laughs> Uh You can become a patron at patreon.com. Search the Tales We Tell. Yep. And
1: that's all. And until next
0: week. <laughs> That's... Love you. Bye. I don't know. We're. I'm... We got we to do it in sync. We got to
1: do our obnoxious Valley Love girl you. sign off. Okay. I was going to say we're both apparently conscious mush brain. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.